Act Four of Berenice by Jean Racine, translated by Robert Bruce Boswell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One, Berenice. Venus comes not. Tantalizing moments, how slow ye seem to my impatient wishes. Restless, I pace this floor, faint, sick at heart strength fails me yet it kills me to be quiet venus comes not ah how this delay appalls my heart with a too fatal presage venus has no answer to bring back titus ungrateful titus will not hear her he seeks in flight a refuge from my fury scene two berenice finisi well dear venus have you seen the emperor what says he will he come yes i have seen him and painted your distress in darkest tints tears he would fain have checked flowed from his eyes and comes he he will come doubt it not madam but will you show yourself in this disorder calm yourself dearest lady be composed let me replace the veil that from its place has slipped and smooth this too dishevelled hair no trace of weeping must your charms disfigure nay let them be Phoenix. he shall see his handiwork what boots this vain apparel if my true love my tears and sighs nor they alone but certain death whose near approach i feel avail not to recall him to me will your superfluous cares be more successful aiding attractions that have ceased to move him why will you load him with unjust reproaches i hear a step dear madam it is caesar's this place is public haste to your apartments there you in private may converse together scene three titus paulinus attendance do what you can to soothe the queen paulinus tell her i'm coming i would be alone a moment let them leave me paulinus aside how i fear this conflict may the gods protect his glory and rome's i'll see the queen scene four titus what dost thou titus how rash art thou thus to seek berenice art thou prepared to take a last farewell and is thine heart steeled to such cruelty for in the conflict that awaits thee now firmness is not enough thou must be ruthless how shall i bear those eyes whose tender glance knows but too well the way to reach my heart when i encounter that soul-piercing gaze fixed upon mine can i resist her tears or bear in mind the stern behest of duty how shall i say see me no more for ever i am about to stab a heart that loves me beloved by me and why at whose command mine own for rome has not declared her wishes i hear no cries surging around this palace nor see the state hanging o'er ruin's brink needs it a sacrifice like this to save it 
its voice is silent i my own tormentor rush to meet troubles i may keep at bay who knows but rome owning the queen's rare virtues will count her one of her own citizens rome by her choice may justify my own i will not court destruction no not i let rome against her laws weigh in the balance such love as hers such tears such constancy and she will side with me open thine eyes what air is this that thou dost breathe can love or fear eradicate the hate of kings that romans with their mother's milk imbibe their sentence against kings condemned thy queen hast thou not heard it from thine earliest years and even in the camp the voice of fame proclaimed thy duty in thine ears once more when berenice hither followed thee rome did not fail to let thee know her judgment how often must that judgment be repeated coward let love prevail renounce the throne seek earth's remotest bounds and there confined resign to worthier hands the reins of empire is this the end then of these glorious projects which were to enshrine my memory in all hearts eight days have i been reigning until now naught have i done for honour all for love what record can i give of time so precious where are the boons i led men to expect the tears that i have dried the happy eyes wherein i read the fruit of kindly service how have the burdens of the world been lightened what span of life to me has been allotted i know not and how much of these few days so long expected have i lost already delay no longer do what honour bids and break the only tie scene five berenice titus berenice coming from her apartment nay let me go your counsel all is vain to keep me back and i must see him ah my lord are you here then it is true titus abandons me and we must part tis he will have it so spare madam to o'erwhelm a hapless prince we must not melt each other's hearts with woe i am consumed with cruel griefs enough without the added torture of those tears recall that noble spirit which so oft has made me recognize the voice of duty yet there is time reduce your love to silence and with an eye cleared from the mists of passion regard that duty with unflinching courage strengthen this heart of mine against yourself help me to nerve its weakness if i can to keep back tears that will not cease to rise or if we cannot staunch these tender springs let dignity at least support our woes so that the whole world without blame may mark when weeps an emperor and when weeps a queen for after all my princess we must part ah cruel titus 
you repent too late. What have you done? You made me think you loved me, accustomed me to see you with delight till but for that I lived. You knew your laws when first you brought me to such fond confession. Why did you let my love grow to this height? Why said you not, poor princess, fix your heart elsewhere, nor let deceitful hopes ensnare it? Give it to one free to accept the gift. You took it gladly. Will you now reject it with cruel scorn, when to your own it clings? How oft did all the world conspire against us? Still there was time. You should have left me then. A thousand reasons might have soothed my woe. I might have blamed your father for my death, the Senate and the people, all the empire, the whole world, rather than a hand so dear. Their enmity, so long declared against me, had long prepared me to expect misfortune. I did not look, sir, for this cruel blow to fall when hope seemed crowned with happiness. Now, when your love can do whatever it wishes, when Rome is silent and your father dead, when all the world bends humbly at your knees, when there is nothing left to fear but you. Yes, it is I who wreak my own destruction. Till now I lived the victim of delusion. My heart refused to look into the future, to think that we might one day have to part. To eager wishes nothing seems too hard, and blinded hope grasps the impossible. Haply I thought to die before your eyes, and so forestall more cruel separation. All opposition made my flame burn brighter. Rome and the empire spoke, but glory's voice not yet had to my heart appealed in tones like those with which it strikes an emperor's ears. I know what torments wait on this resolve. I feel my heart ready to take its flight. I cannot any longer live without you. Come life or death, my duty is to reign. Be cruel, then, and reign, a slave to glory. I'm ready to submit. Yes, I expected for trusting you to hear those lips that swore a thousand vows of everlasting love, confess before mine eyes that they were faithless, and banish me forever from your presence. I wished to hear that sentence from yourself, but I will hear no more. Farewell forever. For ever. Ah, oh, my lord, think how those words, those cruel words, dismay a heart that loves. A year, a month, will be to us an age of suffering when the wide sea rolls between us and each fresh sun that dawns shall sink in darkness without presenting to the eyes of Titus his Berenice, he unseen by her the live-long day. But how I am deceived! No sorrow feels he at the thought of absence. He will not count the days when I am gone. So long to me! 
they'll seem too short for him they'll not be many i shall have to count i hope ere long the tidings of my death will bring assurance that i loved you truly then you will own that titus could not live ah my dear lord why part if that be so i speak not now to you of happy marriage has rome condemned me never more to see you why grudge to me the self-same air you breathe i can't resist you madam stay i yield but not without a sense of mine own weakness ceaseless must be the conflict and the fears ceaseless the watch to keep my steps from you whose charms will ever like a magnet draw me i at this very instant love distracts me from memory of all things but itself well well my lord what ill can come of it where see you any sign of rome's displeasure who knows how they will look on this offence if they complain if cries succeed to murmurs must i shed blood to justify my choice if they in silence let me break their laws to what do you expose me i must purchase their patience at the price of base compliance with whatsoever else they dare to ask me too weak to enforce the laws i cannot keep you count as nothing berenice's tears i count them nothing heavens what injustice why then for unjust laws that you can change or whelm yourself in ceaseless miseries have you no rights my lord as well as rome why should you hold her interests more sacred than ours come tell me how you rend my heart you are the emperor and yet you weep yes madam it is true with sighs and tears i am unnerved but when the throne i mounted rome made me swear to vindicate her laws and i must keep them more than once already her rulers have been called on to display their constancy in trial from her birth those whom she honoured readily obeyed her see regulus who faithful unto death returned to carthage to be slain with tortures torquatus dooming his victorious offspring brutus with tearless eyes seeing his sons slain by his orders neath the lictor's axe hard lot was theirs but patriotic duty has ever won the victory with romans i know in leaving you unhappy titus attempts what throws their virtues in the shade a sacrifice surpassing any others but think you after all i am unworthy to leave a posterity a high example which those who follow will be tasked to equal no to your cruel heart i deem it easy worthy are you to rob me of my life the veil is torn aside i read your heart i will not ask you more to let me stay me who had willingly endured the shame of ridicule and scorn from those who hate me i wished to drive you to this harsh refusal tis done and soon you'll have no more to fear me 
Think not that I shall vent my wrongs in fury, or call on heaven to punish perjury. No. If a wretch's tears still move the gods, I pray them to forget the pangs I suffer. If, ere I die, victim of your injustice, I cherish any wish to leave behind me avengers of poor Berenice's death, I need but seek them in your cruel heart. Remorse will dwell there, all my love recalling. Paint my past kindness and my present anguish. Show you my blood staining your royal palace and haunt you with abiding memories. I have made every effort to dissuade you. Tis vain. To your own heart I trust for vengeance. Farewell. Scene six, Titus Paulinus. What seemed her purpose when she left you? Is she disposed, my lord, to go away? I am undone, Paulinus. She is bent on self-destruction. How should I survive it? Haste, let us follow her. Did you not order just now that all her movements should be watched? Her women are not backward in their duty, and they will turn her from these gloomy thoughts. Fear nothing. This is her last throw, my lord. With perseverance, victory is yours. I know you could not hear her without pity. I was myself affected at the sight. But take a wider and more distant view. Think how a moment's pain will lead to glory. With what applause the universe will ring, ranked into the future. No, I am a monster. I hate myself. Nero, by all detested, ne'er reached a depth of cruelty like this. I will not let poor Berenice die. Come, let us go, and Rome say what she will. My lord. I know not what I say, Paulinus. Excess of sorrow overpowers my senses. Soil not the current of your pure renown. The news already spread of your farewell makes Rome exchange her sighs for shouts of triumph. In all her temples fumes of incense rise for you. Your virtues to the skies are lauded, and everywhere your statues crowned with bays. Ah, Rome! Ah, Berenice! Woe is me that I should be an emperor and a lover! Scene 7. Titus, Antiochus, Paulinus, Arsaces. What have you done, my lord? The lovely queen lies in Phoenicia's arms, death hovering over her. Deaf to our tears, to counsel, and to reason. She cries aloud for daggers or for poison. You, you alone can tear that longing from her, for when they breathe your name, her life comes back. Her eyes are ever turned to your apartments, as though they looked to see you every moment. The sight is more than I can bear, it kills me. Go, show yourself to her. Why tarry longer? Save to the world such virtue and such beauty, or waive all title to humanity. Speak but one word. Alas, what can I say? I scarcely know if I'm alive or dead. Scene 8. Titus, Antiochus, Paulinus, Arsaces, Rutilus. My lord, the senate, consuls, all the tribunes seek audience of you in the name of Rome. With them a multitude, full of impatience, throng your apartments and await your presence. 
great gods, ye thus would reassure my heart, distracted as ye see, till like to break. Come, sire, let us pass to the next chamber. There see the senate. Haste, sir, to the queen. Nay, treat them not with such indignity, nor trample on the majesty of Rome, whose envoys. Tis enough. Yes, I will see them. To Antiochus. Prince, tis a duty that I cannot shun. Go to the queen. I hope on my return she will no longer need to doubt my love. End of Act 4